Above Standard, the podcast where you get deep into the shit that you share with your flatties when hungover on a Sunday, or that one cool story you flex on your first date. Tune in to hear experts, experiences, and to become our best friends via the internet. Above Standard has no tolerance for racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, or any other discrimination. If at any point you feel that we have stepped over this mark, please do not hesitate to get in contact with us. We understand we are two white, cis, heterosexual females giving us a point of privilege, but that does not mean we're not willing to learn from our mistakes. If you need to get in contact, please do so via our Instagram at Above Standard Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Above Standard. My name is Ella. And I'm Alice. And in the studio today we have Libby Ranger, also known as the wellness platform on Instagram. Do you want to say hi, Libby? Hello, everyone. And thanks for having me, guys. That's okay. Thanks for being here. We're very excited for this today's episode. Yeah, very excited. So if you guys have been following us on Instagram, um, you've seen that today we're going to be talking about goal setting, how to actually set how to actually set reasonable and achievable goals. We're going to touch on a bit of manifesting, like what is it and is there science behind it and how does it work? And we're also going to be talking about holistic living as a student. So do we want to start things off with above and below standard? Yes. And I bet you're going to send it to me first. Yeah, I so am. (laughs) Cool. Um, My above standard. It's kind of a small one, but today I worked this morning at at work at Foursquare and I worked my shift from 8 till 12 and I normally work in the afternoon. And I feel just like accomplished that I've gotten it out of the way and it's quite nice. I can kind of get on with my day and I'm just like, yes, I've already done that. No need to stress. Um, So that's my above standard for today. I think it's a good above standard. I feel like it applies to everything. I don't know about you, Libby, but like exercising, working, I don't know, like, like doing anything in the morning is just better. Better. And you feel and more accomplished. Check off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So that felt good. And then below standard today or this week. Be, I got home, I got back to Wellington on Sunday and I have like two bags that have been sitting in my room that I just haven't unpacked. And I'm just kind of living out of my bag in my room, which uh-huh. is terrible, but it's just like a stupid mindset. I just need to unpack them. They're being annoying me. And I will, but I don't want to, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? In the, yeah. Yeah. Below standard, so, unpacking your bags, yes, 100%. Mm. Um, Libby, what's your above and below standard this week? All right, so my above standard was just a really wholesome night last night. Yeah. Uh, one mm-hmm. of my friends graduated and we went out for dinner with her parents and like I love to instigate a wee like game at someone's birthday or, you know, special occasion. So mm-hmm. I like forced everyone to go on the table and like, what do we love about Ellery? Oh, oh and that's it's, so sweet. It's like so wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like people are usually a little bit closed off to it and you sort of people are but like annoyed that you've done it. But mm-hmm. then everyone just like well, especially last mm-hmm. night's one, it was like a wholesome one. Like sometimes I just yeah. do a silly one like I like you know something super surface level but then all of her family were like you're an amazing daughter like oh my god and it gets really like deep it's like it's beautiful and she's got like a new-ish boyfriend so Mm. I put him on the spot a little bit and he just said the nicest thing and all of us friends were like "Mm, um so that was above standard that was a special treat and so nice to celebrate and I was really thinking about this like this morning because I was prepared I was like they're mm. gonna ask me and I just can't think of a below standard this oh, week well so. I guess that's a good thing yeah, yeah. positive things won't in life. dig Amazing. too hard for one no no, no that's <laughs> no, no, fine no, we won't push you what's the worst thing <laughs> what is the worst thing in your life right now no that's a bit oh. overexposing um my oh that yours is so nice I feel like I'm gonna do a really good one now oh. um <laughs> 
My above standard this week is that it's my best friend's 21st down in Dunedin, so I'm off there tomorrow morning and I'm just so excited to see her. I haven't seen her since... Mm, oh, I actually saw her like three weeks ago because of the holidays. Oh, no, like two weeks week ago. ago. <laughs> a week ago. No, but it feels like you don't see people, yeah. Um, yeah. especially when they're in different sides of the country. So I'm just so excited to see her. And it's just this whole year for me with 21st is just, I love it. Yeah. Like it's, it's so intense, but I love it, um, especially ones for my girlfriends from high school because most of us are all separated across the country. Mm, so so yeah. not only this weekend is seeing her, it's seeing all my Christchurch friends, some Auckland friends. It's just a collation of goodness. Yeah. Um, and then my below standard. I don't know if I have one either. Oh, wow. Look at me with my bag sitting in my room. With your bag <laughs> sitting in your room. Oh. No, I, I genuinely don't have one at the moment. Oh, I broke my nail bowling last night. So <gasps> oh, that'll, no yeah, that'll get you. Yeah, I had to file it down. That was real sad. Aww. Really first of all problems right there. But um, yeah, that was my mm. below standard. Breaking a nail. Um, yeah, so should we delve into things properly? Yeah, let's let's do it. Well, Libby, do you want to give yourself a bit of an introduction maybe? <laughs> um, so my business is called The Wellness Platform and... I probably am moving, like, it's quite sort of Instagram-based now is how I get a lot of my work and, like, a lot of things, like, even this podcast and other interviews, it kind of seems to stem from there. But basically, I studied over in London straight after school, um, hypnotherapy, NLP, life coaching, and something called the lightning process. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was a little nipper. I was only, yeah, 18 when I arrived in London, and I'd never been, like, anywhere like that before, and studied there for a year, came back, kind of just pondered on what I'd learned for a bit. Like I ended yeah. up just working for a few years and uh, I've done a little bit more study here and there in food science and I've done my yoga teacher training. And now it's kind of just evolved to, to where it is now, which is kind of like my main day-to-day work is like offices and companies going into places like that and doing wellness talks mm. with a big focus on the mind-body connection, the brain, stress response in the body, and then teaching people how we can start to rewire our thoughts, therefore change physiological symptoms in the body and mm. change that response. Um, I do a little bit of coaching one-on-one, and then I also still run lightning process trainings, which are kind mm. of like small group trainings. And what else? Yeah. What's what's a lightning process training? Yeah, you mentioned quite a few yeah. things there. Um, and NL, NLP? NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. That's what I know it is, but mm. what does it mean? Yeah, it kind of, it's like a big kind of title and it just means how we process things in our brain, how we talk to ourselves. I mean, linguistic is language and neuro is brain. So it's kind of just like what's going on in our brain when we're thinking, mm-hmm. when we're processing past trauma, when we are thinking about our life history you know we're reflecting back on who we are our beliefs our fears like it's it's quite deep I like to say like when I'm especially now when I'm doing the talks like I do teach science based so Mm. it's like what's actually going on in the brain what's actually going on in the body and kind of people love that you know they love a bit of science as opposed to going in with some sort of like woo woo stuff like this is not positive thinking this is actually just what's going on in your brain when you think this way yeah and then how that affects your body so you studied that over in London I studied that over in London yeah along with the lightning process yes so what's the lightning Mm. process so the lightning process is a three-day training three mornings really consecutively so people come to me like monday tuesday wednesday i run it in small groups of like maybe one to three usually quite young people recently like probably like 
teenagers to 30. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. And so it's a it's it's a training course. So I'm always like, this is not a therapy, this is not a treatment, this is a training. And it's basically training people how to, you know, get back in the driver's seat with their health and start. And then that's kind of where the mind-body connection comes into it and mm. like cool. learning how we can retrain our thoughts, which then leads to changes in the body which is why all of this work and the stuff probably we're going to talk about it's so much more than just like think positive because Mm, you know if you're like someone that experiences like quite severe anxiety right and you've you know maybe you've had this experience with someone you know someone close to you is like hey just like you know be positive like think you know and so that I think that's why there's a bit of a sort of stigma around what you're doing yeah Yeah. and I don't actually see it that much but it's again that's why it's good to come back to the science because then we're not it's not like hey think positive and that very physical symptom in your body will go that you've had for 10 years it's like no let's just dive into what's happening there and the Mm. science behind it and kind of and yeah so it's teaching people to rewire their brains and not have symptoms anymore but the kind of catch, because otherwise it would be like, well, why doesn't every single person on the mm. planet do this all the mm. time? Is because it does take work to tr- retrain your brain, and it right. takes con- you know consistent work, With, like anything else. I yeah, guess. it's actually so true. It's like yeah. growing muscles. It's like yeah, you want to get bigger calves. Well, the brain is a muscle. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, could you give like an example of maybe not one of your clients, because obviously that's personal, but an example of like, say, I came into the lightning process mm. and I am feeling really anxious. Um, with my studies, how would I come in and see you? What happens when we go to the lightning process with yeah. that issue? Um, I definitely see lots of things like that, maybe probably a bit more kind of severe, like overthinking, mm-hmm. which has led to like insomnia. And, you know, it's usually when right. you've been in that place oh, for right. quite a while, then you're sort of like, I need help and then mm-hmm. I'll get people come to me. Um, and I actually teach them like a step-by-step process that you physically step out. Mm-hmm. You'd need to do that every single time you had a symptom or a negative thought or wow. you were in a place that wasn't like you going forward to live your best life. Yeah. And that's kind of where it's like I could tell you to do that and you might do it tomorrow. That's great. You might do it the next day and be like, I feel great. Mm-hmm. But if on day three you're like, hey, nah, that didn't really work for me. I can't really be bothered. That those neural pathways in the brain don't have time to strengthen and grow and become mm. automatic, and the old neural pathways, which in that example would be anxiety, yeah, they're automatic. They're so quick. They've been there for years. Yeah, they mm. it bounces back to that. So right. if, if you were experiencing anxiety, you'd be wanting to focus on probably calm. Yeah. Um. Mm. So it would be teaching you how to access that. And not only think about it, but actually feel it in your body again and again and again. Yeah. Until, hey, you're actually a calmer person and that you no longer have that old response. It's not to say that other response might not pop up from time to time, but Mm. hey, that's like life. I'm always with with what I'm kind of all about and what I'm teaching. I'm like, let's never pretend that there's going to be no stress, that life is going to be rainbows, unicorns. We're never going to, yeah, we're never going to access our Mm. angry, jealous, just pissed yeah. off emotions because we are there's a place for them but mm-hmm. not if we're like living in it mm. yeah you know yeah then we don't Balance. have a choice balancing because you don't want something like that to be over over t- like mm. yeah well it's unrealistic to think you're going to be happy forever oh yeah yeah oh hitting deep yeah <laughs> well just <laughs> no saying everyone has just a bad true. day everyone has yeah. a bad oh, day yeah very true um So one of the topics that we spoke about on our Instagram which we thought would really connect with our followers is how to set and achieve goals mm mm-hmm successfully so what would be your advice on setting successful goals or what is a successful goal in your eye or an achievable goal 
I think <clears throat> this ties in with the with the brain and body stuff because basically the brain coming back to the science behind neuroplasticity and neural pathways the brain is always making things up for us like it's always predicting us into the future whether we like it or not it's just how it works you know mm. so if you're, you know we all get told we've got something coming up next week we'll all start to generate our own like images pictures videos and feelings of that mm. yeah. and the brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not so if i think about if someone says something rude to me and that really upsets me and mm. you know I feel feel upset but if that's fine that's one thing but if tomorrow I'm thinking about that the brain doesn't know that that's not happening anymore and I can still have that exact same response so like I'm fighting a tiger my mm -hmm. body thinks about that processes that and the fight or flight response comes on and I get visibly like Distressed. Yeah. But if tomorrow I'm lying in bed thinking about me fighting the tiger, the brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not. So I can generate that same feeling yeah. just by thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's so that was a good example. <laughs> yeah. no, I totally get that. Yeah. Where I was going with kind of the brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not is that it's going to predict for us anyway. Yeah. So with goals coming into that idea, we can send it the direction that we want we can be really take specific control. be really clear take oh, control yeah. and just like in your pathway if we think about a goal again and again and again that becomes like automatic for our brain to think about we know where we're heading like it's you know we've given ourselves that clear direction yeah yeah okay no I really get that I think I really get that, but I just don't think I could re-explain it. Um, do we want to do a little bit of like a little bit of background as well? Because how did you find out about this field of work and kind of just this this what you've studied and how did you get into this? Yeah, this so I had a family friend whose daughter was really sick. She had Crips, which is chronic regional pain syndrome, basically unexplainable pain in her leg. She was nine, oh, wow. and it was so bad that Starship in Auckland were like we don't know what it is but she's not using it we're gonna have to amputate her leg <gasps> yeah and so she was like all set to get that surgery and her parents who had always been very much like you know medical system and listen to the doctor listen to the doctor and you know there's nothing wrong with that but they just had never considered other things yes. and they took her to do the lightning process course and she had a great recovery with it and she's wow. wow so I was actually as I was telling you guys before we started recording I was enrolled to come to Vic um and I was all set I picked like a little degree mm. put a little something together what did you pick well Do someone you... asked me this the other day I think it was media oh yeah, yeah. interesting bit okay. of an eager media studies studies cool <laughs> um and then I just changed, yeah, I just heard that story and I was like, well, that's pretty amazing. Um, I didn't really know what it was or anything, but mm. I just, yeah, saved at New World and went over the next year to do that exact same course. And now it's kind of evolving mm. um, more and more. But I guess also since a young age, I was probably into like the law of attraction and like positive thinking as I mm. thought I knew it. Mm, yeah. So it kind of like all linked in. Like I was like, There's, I want to do a different path to what I, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you studied, cool. what was London like yeah. at 18 and studying this kind of... By yourself as well? Uh, no, I, well, I had a, I was with the ex-boyfriend. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we were there together for, for that time. Mm. Um, 
it was it was quite overwhelming actually like having yeah. not been anywhere like that like the first day that we got there I think he'd been there before he had been there before but we were both just like oh we hate it it's too much it's overwhelming it's mm. big and it's dirty and yeah it's, um, right. and then like I was I was studying and I sort of was like I'm going to London to go to uni and then when I got there it was like this very small institution, like me and like eight women in their fifties. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my gosh, daunting. That and I was kind of like, but it's weird because even though it was kind of strange and not really what I expected, I kind of just knew that I was like on the right path still, and like mm. just made friends with him. Oh, cool. that's good. So uh, overall positive experience. Yes, I, I think I would. I would do things differently now, being like twenty five. Mm. I'd, I'd love to go back to London and live. Yeah, you know, when we were when we were there, we just didn't really know, and it was a bit scary. And You're we, so young, like yeah, 18. yeah, like God, we say that, and we're twenty, but like at like eighteen, let alone move to the other side of the world. Yeah, it's so crazy. So that's kind of where it started. So that's where it started, and it's yeah, it's just a continuous process. So, what are some co- like common or classic mistakes that people make when it comes to goal setting? Or- oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I sort of did goal setting slash with manifestation. So I, th- I think they're definitely linked, but then mm-hmm. they're also kind of mm-hmm. separate entities because goals can be just writing a goal. Mm-hmm. If someone was going to make a mistake when writing a goal, I think it would come back to the language that they use and mm-hmm. how specific, you know, if you've done goal setting stuff before, it's like give yourself a time, give yourself a buy when. Mm-hmm. Don't just be like, I want to be happy. It's, <laughs> like it's way too open-ended. How is that achievable? Yeah. Um, but I, another thing I find is like, if, even if I'm doing like a coaching session with someone and they're like, I'm like, what, you know, what do you want to get out of the session? And they're like, I don't want to have like crippling anxiety. Mm. It's like, what does the brain hear? It mm. hears crippling anxiety. It doesn't hear negatives. Mm-hmm. If you've got a dog and you're like, hey, Monty, we're not going for a walk. All Monty hears is walk. He doesn't right. hear not. True. So I would say if you're, if you're going to say a goal, it's like, okay, I want to not be so bad at spending money or I don't want to have terrible money habits. It's like, okay, what do you want? Oh, I want to be really efficient with money and save five grand a year. Yeah, okay. That so you totally just changing the my mind. Yeah. yeah. No, like, well, it's, it's looking at stuff from positives. Like, what do you want to gain instead of what do you want to get, like, get rid of? Mm. Like, mm. Um, like, one of my goals is to go to the gym more. Mm. It's like, or be more healthy or something Mm. like that. It's Mm. like, I want to think about health. I don't want to think about, my goal isn't to stop being lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to think about stop, like, being lazy. I just want to think about, like, look upwards, look forward. Mm. Be positive about it. And then that strengthens those neural pathways because if we say, if I've had anxiety Mm. for three years and then I say, okay, I don't want anxiety, unfortunately the brain is not really smart enough to just change that on its own it just goes cool anxiety Libby knows how to do that really well unconsciously let's Mm. give her some more of that Mm. yeah so yeah goals would be clear on your language focus on the positives and be specific cool yeah and so what do you think your biggest goals were when you were 20 I think I've gotten more into goal setting in the in the more recent years to be honest Mm. um when I was 20 I always knew that I wanted to do this work, but I think it's taken me a while to to, Get to achieve goal. that goal and also mm-hmm. to have. I think you, I know you guys want to talk about manifestation soon, but with goals, it's like you've got to have some level of belief that that goal is possible for you. Right. So you can't just well, you can if you yeah. want, but it might not really <laughs> work like- as well. You set these huge goals that actually at no level in your body do you actually think is possible. And mm-hmm. so I think when I you know when I was fresh nineteen out of studying. 
it was a bit overwhelming to be like, I'm going to work with clients who are like 50 plus. Mm. Are they ever going to take me seriously? Yeah. I started my Instagram, but I never really posted because I was like, oh, what are people going to think of me? Mm. You know, that belief wasn't there and it's yeah. just taken time. And now I'm like, mm. oh, I'm like in it and yeah. I've worked, chipped away at it. So that was mm. probably one of my goals when I was yeah. 20 was just to be where you are now. Be, yeah, doing what I love. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. And successful so far. Mm. <laughs> um, why do you think setting goals, or well, this is going to be a question for the room, mm. why do you think setting goals is important? Or do you think it's important? Or yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's very healthy for people too because it means progression in life. I think that's one, one of the things. It's like you can just easily go about I mean in my opinion you can easily go about your if you're thinking of wider picture literally go about your life and just keep going with what's happening but then if you have places you want to be or things you want to do mm. and you achieve them it also feels really great mm. like mm. like you you were saying you want to be more healthy when you go to the gym and you've done that and, and you've like, ticked it off for the morning yeah, girl. you feel great yeah. and it's like you're getting places and I think it's a personally with my goals that I set it's like you meet one and it's kind of just like a burst of like oh yes I've done this I can keep doing this no matter kind of what it is mm. you set your mind to it yeah no just I keep completely going. agree I liked your I liked how you said goals are about progr- progr- progression mm. yeah I definitely feel that mm. um I think it's so important for everyone too. yeah I feel like goals have always been drilled into us through school yeah. though yeah um and like when you come out of school or a school mm. system it's really hard to like push them on yourself mm. naturally mm. um Mm. And yeah, like I remember being like 13 at intermediate and one of the first things you did in the first two weeks was like, what are your goals for the year? I want to become house captain. And like, even when you start high school, when you finish high school, it's like, what are you going to do next year? And subconsciously that's like, what are your goals for the future? Like it's mm. a constant question. And mm. then until you get to like this age, the only other question like that which instigates goals in my head that I feel like I get asked is like so what are you going to do when you graduate Mm, and being able to like differentiate from that and like set personal goals I feel like is actually a real skill Mm. and and stick to them Mm. I'm sticking to them real hard (laughs) yeah well Mm. I mean it's even the small goals as well in life like sometimes I'm having like a dull day and I'm like okay my goal is going to be to be outside for more than half an hour you know and it's like Mm. the small things and whether it be like I'm going to be well, we're sticking to realistic things. Like, mm. I'm, we're going to be the best podcast in New Zealand. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but then, yes, I'm going to get my 30 minutes outside done today because that's how I'm feeling and, like, I need this to yeah. be. No. Why do you think goals yeah. are important, Libby? I think both of what you said was very profound. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, just on that small things, though, I read this thing the other day and it was like, um, when you make a small promise to yourself and you keep it, you build that trust in yourself and that's really important for like full body sort of alignment, I guess. Yeah. Like mm. it comes back to the idea that you could be having a tuna salad and your green juice and going to F45 every morning, mm. but then getting to the end of the week and still being like burnt out, stressed, um, not feeling like you've connected with anyone. Like there's mm. a lot of other elements of the wheel mm. And so, yeah, just having small goals to kind of, like, check in with those other spokes mm. of the wheel, keep those promises to yourself, it kind of keeps you in alignment. Mm. Yeah. It trust, it's about trusting yourself, I think, with your goals as well. Like, yeah. and never, letting... Yeah. Oh, you go. No, well, I've never, even when you say that, like, building your own trust, that's really interesting. That's quite really yeah. cool to hear because it's that's so true. That's totally what you're doing. Mm. And that's what I'd be doing. If you can do this, why can't you do that? If you mm. can do this, why can't you do that? It's a building yeah. Block. yeah. It is. That's very... And then you sort of, yeah, it might just be something small like drinking more water mm. and you keep that promise to yourself because it's 
for you mm. and then you know mm. kind of keep to going you can keep going the bigger things yeah no i agree um why do you think people again for the room why do you think people like disregard goal setting because it's easy to like not set goals or I don't know. Disregard? You mean like people well, who are like, you know they what, put it goals on the are back stupid. Burn. Yeah, like I feel like, I don't know, I feel like in our flat, like it's all girl power and like let's look after each other and we're always like, mm, so what are your goals for the week or what have you done this week? And it's mm. like achieving goals, setting goals like all the time. Mm. Um, but I feel like on a bigger picture of things, I feel like people can get, I, I feel like people can be scared of goal setting. Oh, for sure. Maybe because they're scared mm. of failing. I was just going to yeah. say that. I think it's like... Once you've said something out loud or you've told mm. someone, you've got to kind of hold yourself mm. or you've got someone else holding you accountable mm. and that can be a bit daunting. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe for some people it's a bit energy. It's a lot of energy. Mm. I heard someone say like this year they weren't going to have goals because they've been having heaps of goals in the past few years and they're going to give themselves a break. I was mm. like, yeah, sure, nice. Yeah, just chill just for a bit. Just for a bit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is scared, like yeah, the, the fear of failure. And <laughs> the belief that you can do it. So if you've set goals before and maybe you've tried to set really huge goals and mm. you're like, I've done that definitely. I've been like, I'm going to run a half marathon. It comes to it. I'm like, no, I don't really like running. Yeah. <laughs> and every year I say the same goal. And I'm like, well, actually, do I even want that? Like, or is it just yeah. a goal that I say? Mm. Mm. But maybe then then I've kind of lost a bit of that trust and belief in myself. Like, oh, I mm. see goals, but I never do them. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah. and then it comes back to setting those small goals and yeah. actually building up that trust. Yeah, I feel like small. Maybe that's the key thing that I've yeah. taken away. Well, I feel so like if you, if you make a goal to yourself and you don't follow through with it, you can feel so disappointed and just like a bit like knocked down. Like, yeah, I feel it's like, like what's yeah. the point anymore? Like, oh, well. I'm not even nice to myself. I can't even do this, you know. Mm, mm. Like, and then you're like, oh, God. yeah. But that's when I feel like you have to take a step back, and you're like, okay, Ella, or as you're saying, Livy, like, I'm gonna run a half marathon. Like, sweetie, you don't even like running. Like, <laughs> why would you set that? Why are you annoyed at yourself when Realistic. you didn't even? Well, you don't even have the natural drive to do it. Whereas mm. if it's like, I'm gonna drink water every day, mm. you can so do that. We're so fortunate. We can so do that. Like, yeah. um, yeah. Mm. And that, that would be like a great health or wellness goal mm. that people probably wouldn't set because they're probably like, right, I need to get back on track with my health and wellness. I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. Mm. And mm. so, and then they don't do you know, and then you can see the yeah. cycle. Whereas if it was like, just drink more water, okay, I can do that easily. Mm. And that's my health and wellness mm. boosted up more than yeah. it was. Small steps. Yeah, totally. Ah, I like it. I like yeah, it. me too. Um... Should we move on to manifestation? Oh, yes. Oh, I feel like really. this is a topic Livy really likes to talk about. Yeah. I'm very I intrigued do. as well. I do like so, um, what do you want to tell us a little bit? What is manifestation? Mm. So, I would describe many, I mean, there's so many definitions. Like, when mm. I did yeah. that workshop earlier in the year, I was like, let's give them a definition. And it's kind of up for interpretation, really. Mm. I personally would say manifestation is bringing something from your mind. And making it tangible, bringing something into your reality that you have imagined. Mm. I've cool. got here, this is from Wikipedia because I'm so educated on it, <laughs> focusing one's thoughts upon the desired outcome. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's it, just in different words. It's- so, like, what what brought you in your life towards manifestation and law of attraction? Like, why are you attracted to manifestation and the law mm. of attraction? Mm. I, I do remember this so clearly. I was, like, f- maybe 14 and I just read this book, The Secret. Have you guys heard of it? Yes. Rhonda Byne. No. Apparently it's like this worldwide phenomenon of a book. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it said on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> why, does, why does everyone like manifestation? Because of this book. The Secret. The yeah. Secret. It's great. Whoa. It's a good book. I mean, 
I think I read it a few years ago and I was like, mm, it didn't, it mm. wasn't as like amazing Profound. the second time. Yeah, because I think some of it's actually a bit more common knowledge now. But yeah. when it came out, it was like the first of its kind. It was the first book about really law of attraction that broke down what it was, how to do it, had all, has all these stories in it about people like going into remission, winning lotto, having mm. a dream house, being Gosh. broke, having millions of dollars of debt and then being like the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Really good stories, which mm. then obviously inspires people that if someone can do this, yeah. then it's it's not complete like mumbo jumbo. Yeah, mm. why can't I? Yeah. 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 So when you were 14, you read that and then were you just like hooked or how did you discover more about it? And Well, the book is actually quite, it encourages you to, encourages you to start small. And I just started, like, I was like, cool, I'm just going to start. And I used to just manifest little things, little bits and pieces into my day, Mm. um, things that I wanted and just kind of do tests. Because for me, when I was 14, I was like, this is magic. Like, if I can get this, then I'm like a magician Mm. because I can just have whatever I want. So I've always, like, seen evidence of it and... um, Yeah, I mean, I haven't studied anything specifically like Law of Attraction, but what I have studied ties in quite nicely with it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a combination. It definitely starts with the thinking, because if you can think it, it, you can bring it into your your reality. Mm -hmm. That's the the message behind it. If you can see yourself having something, you've... It's it's possible. Someone else has had it, you know, so that's Mm -hmm. a, a good place to start. Um... To break it down, I'd say it's to start with be, you've got to be really, really clear on what you want, just like goals. Mm. You've got to know what you want, be specific. That's a great place to start. Um, And you've got to know what your intention is with what you're wanting. So if I was to just say, hey, I want to make more money. Mm. One, coming back to what we just said about goals, is not very specific. Mm. But two... What is my intention behind that? What it, What is that actually going to give me? Because like it, your why? Like yeah, why do you like, want more money? Do I really want more money, or do I just want to feel free or worthy, or like people are mm. going to be proud of me? Like, there's always an intention behind a goal, I yeah. guess, as well, which is quite interesting. So if you're like, I want to go to the gym every day, mm. why? Okay, it might on the surface level come out like I want to get a good body, or I want to like. Mm. Mm. whatever yeah. but actually w- how will you feel when you've gone to the gym oh I'll feel so like free accomplished, accomplished and like refreshed yeah and so it's finding that intention is quite important too because that gives you the direction to then keep mm. going so yeah I think that's re- that okay I'm already learning so much <laughs> yeah but, um that's really interesting because yeah when I think about the goal like, I want to go to the gym every day we're like shit like why do I actually want to go to the gym every day is it because I want to be like everyone going to the gym mm. or is it because I want, I want to be health? yeah like want to have a hot girl summer <laughs> or like and then when I think about it myself it's more like I want to have like a clear mind mm. I don't know every time I go to the gym I leave the gym I feel like cleansed is that oh that yeah, sounds real, no. like clean no, ties, getting yeah. better ties. Yeah. Like, that's what I think. Like, hold like water. The, yeah. the endorphins that you get after going to the gym yeah. and like the clear mind state. Mm. That's actually shit. That's actually what I want to get from the gym. I guess is that a deeper why? I don't know. Yeah, it is mm. because you're you have your goal, but then your intention kind of sets you in the right path. Mm. Um, I heard this analogy once. It was really good. It was like so. Your goal might be you're heading to the lighthouse. 
and that's your goal. You want to get to the lighthouse, but your intention or your kind of is like, I need to head north to get to the lighthouse. Mm. And that kind of sets you on the direction of your journey. But then you can actually surpass that goal and keep heading north. It's mm. like you've sort of oh. hit the goal, but you your intention is deeper. So like, I want to feel clear minded. I'm going to. You know, then you that can go on to so many other areas past because yeah. your intention is deeper than just like a, I want to make 10 grand this year. No, I want to feel really, really free because that's what having that money will give me. Mm-hmm. I'm like going to earn the 10,000, but then I can go beyond that yeah. because I'm still heading on the path. It's, yeah. Okay. Does that makes sense. I get, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a question here Is it wishy washy? Why do you think people think that? Because I'm, I'm just thinking, it could be easy because around manifesting, I'm doing air quotations, manifesting, people, people could be like, I'm going to manifest that I'm going to be a millionaire. And then they're like, why do I want to be a millionaire? I want to have lots of money, want to be, uh, be able to spend it on my family, friends and have a successful house or something, I don't know. And then people don't do anything about it. Do you reckon that's why people think it's wishy-washy? I feel like there's doubt in manifestation because a lot of people don't understand it. Like, from what you've been saying, it takes a lot of work. I think where it goes wrong, like that example you just gave, um, Alice, is so good. Is like I've had friends say that to me. They're like, well, if it's so good, why haven't you, like, won lotto? Why haven't I yeah. won lotto? Mm. Yeah. But it comes back to that you've got to have that belief. It's not just thinking something, okay, I'm going to win lotto tomorrow, like, sure. It's beliefs. So to, so to cover beliefs, do I actually believe I'm going to win lotto? Most people know. If you really mm-hmm. answer honestly, no. Because, you know, we've probably grown up with people saying, like, it's one in a million, or don't yeah, waste yeah. your time, don't waste your money. So we don't really believe that. So it has to be aligned with our belief first. Mm. We, then we can achieve it. So it's like starting small again. It's just like goals, starting small, gaining more and more evidence. So it might not be I'm going to win lotto, but maybe I'm going to win something. Saying that I've got to enter competitions to win something, but it's thinking, it's feeling how it would feel, it's taking action, and it's also having the belief that, yeah, so what would the steps to becoming successful at manifestation be? What are they? Because there are steps, you believe? I would I would give you guys my like recommended steps, but should we do an example one? Yes. Yeah, yeah I feel like Just examples. So we can link it all in. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great so idea. What would be something that someone like our age or one of our friends would maybe be like, I want to manifest? Yeah, I want to manifest getting this internship, summer internship. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good summer one. internship. A lot of yeah. This. Yeah. Okay, so if you were going to manifest your dream internship, the, the steps that I would recommend would be, first of all, you've set that goal. You're clear on what you want. The language is clean. I'm going to get my dream summer internship at this place. Great, that's your starting point. You know what your intention is. You know how you're going to feel when you get it. You're going to feel so... Achieved. Achieved. You're going to bring all your friends. You're going to yeah. feel so proud of yourself. Mm. You have taken the aligned action on the way, so you've applied. You know, you've done your study that you need to do to get mm. you to that place. You're acting like you're already a student who is going to get that internship. Yeah. So you're going to be, like, working real hard and, like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this hasn't just been a faraway dream while you've just been sitting on the couch. Like, you've yeah. been going out there and getting it. Actively mm. getting. While still having be- the belief that it's possible. Cool. Um, yeah, not coming from a place of lack, so being sort of again it comes back to that concept of beliefs like believing at some level that it's possible for you Mm. if you didn't really really think that it was possible you'd have to do some work on changing that belief first so maybe you're like i want to get that dream internship but then that little voice in your head's like no you're 
not smart enough, mm. I would recommend then starting on that. So, okay, what's my belief? It's that I'm not really a book smart person. Mm. It's not true. It's not useful and it's quite limiting. Mm. I need to change it. All that is is simply just changing it again and again and again. Is that And is that what you do through your lightning process, like kind of changing thought patterns? Yeah. With the lightning process, I see a lot of more clients with more physical symptoms. So okay. it's like thoughts and it's a sort of a bit more about like how pain's processed in the body and things like that. Mm. But this is that's retraining a thought. Yeah. And what yeah. I was just saying is like you have this sneaky voice in your head that says, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. It's up to you then if you if you want to do the work to mm. retrain that thought again and again and again until your brain, which is trying to save energy all the time, doesn't really mind what you're thinking. It just minds what you're thinking the most. Goes, hey, she's done this for 10 days in a row. This is obviously what she wants to think. Here it is. It's yeah. automatic. And the old, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough. Mm. Yeah, maybe it still pops up, but it's redundant. It's mm. not automatic anymore. Yeah. And so that belief is now ingrained in your head and you can move forward with manifestation. Yeah. Kind of oh. More of the dominant thing that you're thinking about. Which, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. It becomes the more dominant pathway. Other pathways will still be there, but mm. instead of... In the background. I'm not smart enough being that sneaky voice, that sneaky voice is like, no, you are enough, Libby. Mm. And that's really empowering. And then you can go forward on your manifesting. Mm. And then what's mm. the next step? So you've let go and you've replaced any limiting beliefs surrounding your goal or the thing that you're trying to bring into reality. Mm. And then it's like almost just trust and, and, and be fluid and like allow that sometimes it might not be the exact, you might not get that internship at that specific place, but you're doing all the right things to head in that way. Mm. And, you know, maybe end up getting an internship at a better place mm. or, you know, it's sort of like then trusting the universe as well, yeah. which is definitely where the wishy-washy stuff comes in. But yeah. if you're going to give manifesting a go, then you're obviously open enough to give it a go. So I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. But it is kind of just co-creating with the universe. It's like, let that do its work, but you're also going to do yeah. the work. Oh. Then really feel how it would feel would be my last last thing. So yeah. feel how it would f- how it will feel to get that call. Will it be an email? Will it say congratulations? Like what would you feel in your body? That's the mm. most powerful. This is like a really cringe thing that I manifested, but relatable. Ella, when I mm. when we were in school, mm. I really wanted to be house captain, mm. and I was like not very you know cultural sporty studious Mm. up until that you weren't the stereotype I wasn't the stereotype but on the first day year 13 I was like no I really want it Mm. and so that like first month of school I just meant I was like let's see if the magic works and I just manifested so hard like every night it's so funny you became the house captain yeah Yeah, Yeah. every night I'd be like the principal calls out my name you know I could imagine him calling out my name when he was like and this house leader is Mm. and I like saw myself going up and like how would that feel and you know Mm. I'd been putting in some work and you know all the steps I've just told you but then like the assembly came and it was like exactly as I imagined and he just called out my name and I just got it and there was people that definitely should have got it (laughs) who were like in the running for years but I just had I went hard on it and my mum loves that example which is like remember when you manifested being asked yeah and it worked and it worked and then you get this huge rush of like oh my gosh what else could I yeah the magic you feel the the magic magic. even Mm. if you could manifest like after listening to this podcast Mm. if your goal is like get 5,000 downloads 5,000 downloads. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. And I believe it's very I possible. I believe it is as well. And Yeah. 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 That could be yeah. 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 manifesting. Five. Okay, let's Okay, yeah, 5,000 downloads. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, where was I going with that? I was going to say, like, if if your goal was to win a huge thing, mm. you could start by tomorrow by manifesting, like, a free cup of coffee or something. Mm. You know, like, starting with those small. Mm. Yeah. So for you guys, maybe you start with manifesting, like, a really cool shout-out from someone you didn't expect. Like, how would that feel? Would you, like, text each other and be like, oh, my God, like, yeah. that much closer? Mm. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, we did that. What else could we do? I did this company last week, Zuru in Auckland. Mm. Do you guys oh. know them? Is that the toy company? Yeah. 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 And that was on... They're huge. Yeah. They're huge. And they're doing like Monday, you know, those pink shampoo Monday bottles, dose and co. Mm. It's like kind of all under the same thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite know how the business structure works, but I know that that's all there. And um, that was one of my like mm. target companies, which was a bit far-fetched because... As in target, you wanted to work with them? I just, yeah, I wanted yeah. to go talk to them. And I just had it like on my, embarrassing to say it, but I had it on my screensaver for a while just because I was like, I need to know who I want. And I put like Spark, you know, some Mm. companies that I'm like, that would be cool. And then they called me. Like, I'm not even kidding. They called me. Like on your cell phone? On my cell phone. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, I lied. They emailed me, but then they called me. But they emailed me and were like, oh, by the way, this is out. We're from HR. Like, we've heard about you, like, we want you to do a talk. And I was just staring at my laptop, like, I'm sorry, did I just, did this just happen? So that's, like, a total recent example of you manifesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's so exciting. Okay, I'm just going to, like... Yeah, I'm getting so just, like... I'm, like, okay, I'm literally getting so overwhelmed. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Like, this is great knowledge. I feel like, um... No, we can record this. I'll I'll still be in here. I feel like this is just a way of thinking that I have never really taken seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally... I think that'll be for a lot of people because because it's, like... It's got the stereotype of being wishy-washy and I always see YouTube as, like, I'm manifesting. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, oh, fuck off. It's like, I don't care. I mean, and I love a good crystal and a bit of stuff like that, Mm. but it's because... When you said before, like, why is it wishy-washy or why would people be... I think it's just the association with things. Mm. Like, mm. there's always associations with things, and I think you're right. Like, I follow people on YouTube like that, and they've got, like, their tarot cards. They've got their crystal ball. They're, like, mm. manifesting. And it's just... But manifesting can just be, like, anyone can do it. Mm. It's kind of a simple science, and you can just... Mm. All in yeah. your head, and you don't need cards mm. or physical things. Yeah, because if I'm, I'm not going to lie, manifesting... I, I always use it in a joking sense, like, oh, just manifest that, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. And I was never, I'm never really one to be like, I'm very open to it now that we've had actually had a few yeah. conversations, but like, um, star signs, this means this about you. Oh, I was just, yeah. I always associated like star signs and like crystals and like manifesting or all mm. like let the universe be, you know, you associate it with like some like, like who lives in the woods and <laughs> yeah. meditates every day. But it's, this is cool because it brings a new light on it. And I'm very mm. excited. And I think it's really necessary to have these open conversations, especially when you're like, I think I, I posted about it on our Instagram. Like, I always have this realization of like, oh my god, I'm doing law for like another two and a half years at least. Like, I'm doing the same thing every day. Like, how can I change my mindset to make my life more interesting? Mm-hmm. And this is really like, like mm, what can I do? Yeah. Like, how how it gives you like another form of belief to make yourself yeah. achieve things. Do you, um, are you something that pops into my head when you were talk when we were just the whole conversation of manifesting? Mm. I kind of feel like. I've done a little bit of that in my life. It went, my brain went straight to, I used to be a shooter in netball, but I was a shooter and I always worked on my shooting and I had a uh, um, net to net. practice. Yeah. And I remember one of my coaches was like, you just got to imagine it going in. I'd be about to shoot or practicing my shooting mm. and I'd be almost about to throw the ball and I'd just 
imagine it going in yeah. and imagine everyone going, yeah. And I'd yeah. be like, yes, I just got that in. And it was something that I did like every time I was shooting and every time I was practicing and I was kind of like, I can get this in. I can get it in. It's easy. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cool. Oh and also what yeah. you just said, I like it can be quite very, like really exciting, but also like, okay, well, if I can have anything, like how do I know what I want? Yeah. And I think that goes back to the goal setting. And like, I feel like you've got to have a real strong trust in yourself and understanding of what you actually want in life, which is so it's just like just a big daunting. thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like obviously you've been manifesting for quite some time. How do you like, do you manifest everything or like, how do you actually yeah. like, do you sit down and be like, okay, next three months, what am I manifesting? Like, what's that process like for you and how do you incorporate it into your everyday life? I think it comes and goes in waves because, again, I just think nothing it's balanced. Like, you don't, well, I personally, I'll speak on behalf of myself, I don't want my whole life to just be like striving and striving and striving. Yeah. And like, do I have every single thing I've ever wanted? No, but like, I know I'm heading in that direction and I'm gaining more and more evidence every year. Mm. How do I put it into practice? It's the small things. Even dedicating a small amount of your day to it, a few minutes where you've got downtime, where you're on the bus or before you go to sleep or when you first wake up, is neuroplasticity in action. Like, you, you'll you do it, you'll do it, you'll do it, and then it will just become really easy for you. And now these things that I'm going to mention, like, I don't even think about them anymore. One, we'll come to vision boards in a second, but one is, like, visualisation. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole host of science. Like, I could talk about this for ages it's a lot more than just thinking about something because when you visualize and you feel, you change the chemistry in your body. Like with the, with the house captain example, to yeah. bring it back to basics, I really visualized that scene playing out and I really felt it in my body. How would I feel walking up on stage? How would I feel when I tell people that that's happened? Mm. So visualizing is starting to work those neural pathways, starting to open the mind up to possibility. Well, possibility Mm -hmm. starting to switch off any anxiety stress worry because you change your body your your body at a physical level and you feel feel different things Mm. in your body you're not just thinking oh it'd be great to walk up in front of assembly and get it you're like no I'm actually feeling myself walking up and I'm looking at the hundreds of people and you really Mm. like sort of put your brain in full association of the memory so it's like it's already all your senses yeah so you're like how would I feel what would I look like what would I smell in the air yeah Yeah. and by doing that also we that sort of stops the brain from going on random tangents and being like Mm. oh well that's not possible if you're Mm. in a if you're in a visualization and you're feeling and tapping into those five senses you're quite in it yeah Yeah. so visualization and when you wake up in the morning and when you go to sleep at night your brain waves are really slow and Mm. that is when you can make change in your brain so that would be the best time I would say and that's what I do to manifest well to do visualization or or manifest yeah or change Mm. your belief any of the stuff where we're changing something it's hard to do it if you're in the height of your day running around at uni a bit frazzled and you're sort of trying to implement some new things the brain's Mm. not in a great place because the brain waves are going really quickly Mm. whereas if you're it's like 9 30 you're in bed you've been chilling you turn off the lights you're sort of in that kind of state before you go to sleep and you're repeating your new belief or you're visualizing what you want or you're Mm. you know that's when it really really sinks in okay it's like when your brain's malleable yeah 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 so in the morning I kind of do that like Recently, I've had some quite big talks, so I'll just wake up and just sort of when I've just woken up, I'll, you know, when you think about your day that's ahead, I'll just 
really visualize it, how will I feel, how it'll go so well, you know, prime the brain because it's going to do it for me anyway. If mm. I don't send it in a great direction, yeah. it's just going to catastrophize for me. It's going to mm. be like, what if this happens? Oh, what if this happens? Well, no, I'm going to send it in the direction that I want. Mm. So cool. that's a great one. Little mm. visualizations mm. at calm points in your day. Yep. Changing your beliefs. And mm. again, you can incorporate that. You could write it. People write out their new beliefs again and again and again. You can mm. think it when you're in those slow thinking states. You can put it on your phone screensaver background. Mm. I am smart enough to get my dream internship. Mm. We pick up our phones like 300 to 400 times a day or we look at them. Like we look mm. at the time. Yeah. It's not to say we're going to be reading it and thinking about it every time, but it's like what your subconscious mind sees is what sinks in mm. as well. Yeah. And then probably vision boards are a great one, to a great topic to kind of kickstart you on your manifesting journey. Mm. I think vision boards are super, like, wishy-washy. Like, there's oh, no round. Well, no, I think they're great, but I think just, you know, vision board. It's like, mm. oh, one of those people. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little Insta thing. board with your yeah. nice pins and your pretty tail. Like my beach on there. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, <laughs> traveling. Yeah. Yeah. But at coming back to the science behind it, it's what your brain sees all the time is what sinks in. Mm. So if you've got a vision board sitting next to your bathroom mirror and you clean your teeth twice a day, you do your makeup, you brush your hair and you cleanse your face and your vision board's sitting there, you're going to see it. Yeah. Even if you're not really going to look at it and process what's on there, you're seeing it. Mm. And you can put beliefs on there. You can put, because what you see again and again and again, it kind of builds that trust. It builds those neural pathways, mm. which you're sending mm. in your direction. A bit more confidence. And then it also works with the brain's filtering process. Like what we see all the time, we see more of. So if we're seeing... <sighs> okay, yeah. that's... Can you please elaborate on that? Because I feel like that's what I have heard a lot about. Like I heard, I saw this little thing on Instagram the other day and it was this lady and she's obviously into manifesting and she's like, your brain takes in like 50,000 bits of information yeah. at a moment, mm. like every second. Mm. And so if you're naturally thinking of negative things, you're like all the time. So say we're visualizing negative things all the time. Like mm. I'm negative, I'm sad, do, mm. do, 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 do. Your brain's going to think that's what is important. Mm. And then so your brain is only is going to prioritize only negative bits of information because it can, it can only process like what 100 bits of information per 50,000. So if you change your mindset um, to be visualizing really positive things and that's a priority for me being healthy, mm. um, spending money appro- like sustainably or whatever, like that's what's important in my mind and I'm visualizing it every day, naturally my brain is only going to take in those bits of information mm-hmm. and then therefore that's what my life pathway is going to go towards instead of negative things. Yeah, and this is kind of how it all links. So that's called the RAS. It's called the reticular activating system. It's a bundle of nerves on the back of your brain mm-hmm. at a simplified description. Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, it's like evolutionary perspective. When our ancestors were hunter-gathering out in the forest, it wasn't important for them to remember all the times of happiness and relaxation and safety because they needed to be on. Mm. So the RAS would look for like danger, worry, illness, like it, it needed to protect. And now we're here, we're not living in the jungle, we don't really need that. Mm. But our, I think that's why, you know, you might have so heard... Innate response. Yeah, people yeah. like negativity bias and all of that. I think that's where that comes from because we are innately designed to be a little bit more like on alert of what's bad rather than what's good for survival for survival yeah Yeah. so Mm. if i'm seeing 
times of anxiousness and stress because maybe I'm actually in a stressful place in my life and I've got heaps going on. The brain makes it easier for us to see that and find that and access those feelings. It's mm. like a filtering process. And what it stops seeing is obviously the times when your body's actually calm, your body's actually relaxed, confident. Mm. Clarity, you've got clarity in your mind, which does link in with manifesting because we can start to filter for different things right. again and again yeah. and change the areas to be looking out for whatever mm. it is that we're personally focusing on. Because what we tend to do is get a glowing performance review at work that says 100 great things about us, but that RAS remembers that one time that someone said one thing that yeah. we didn't do that great. Mm. Yeah. So if we change our filter and we're like, hey, that happened, but that was one I get 10 glowing performance reviews, you start to change what your brain is filtering for. You send it in that direction. You see more of what you want. Of what you it, want. There are more opportunities that arise. Yeah, because with the filtering, it can cancel things out and we don't see them. It doesn't mean they're not there. Yeah. Have you ever had like a friend, you guys are flatmates, Yeah. <laughs> a friend or a flatmate or a relationship where you just start to notice something about someone? You're yeah. Like, oh, they're just a bit messy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, so messy. And you see it again and again. And suddenly you're like, oh my God, I can't stand her. She's so messy. Yeah. But your brain has just stopped you kind of from seeing clearly the, good the times when she's yeah. kind of tidy or maybe she mm. doesn't do that, but she does something else. But the brain's like, nope, this is what we're focusing on. Interesting <sighs> to put all this like into context of like everyday life. Yeah. Life. Yeah. yeah. With the examples and whatnot. It's, I think it's so easy for people just like just go about their day just and, you know, be. just be yeah. rather than to think about what's going on in their head. Yeah. Okay. Just... I've got a little another point here. I watched the Sex in the City episode and Charlotte, who is an optimist on steroids, like always, always positive, yeah. went to a conference about manifesting love. Um, she claimed that she was trying everything. She really strongly believed and was saying her chance, that's, I presume that's like your visit visualizations, like chance to yourself. Every day, what do you think of manifestation in love? And love, does it work? Question mark. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, did someone yeah. ask us? Or did no, you that's me. Oh, no, I, love I, watched, I love Sex in the City. Yeah, and I was just, yeah. And I Charlotte went along, and she's like, "I, I just want to find love. Like, yeah. I'm doing everything. I'm putting myself out yeah. there. I'm like thinking right. I'm believing. I'm yeah. visualizing. I'm doing everything. I'm writing it on my mirror every morning. Yeah, and it's not working. Like, do you think manifestation and love are two things that can work, or do you think it's like pretty ex- like that's pretty difficult because it's like a human emotion that you're trying to obtain I think you can't change people and you can't manipulate other people's situations so if you're in a relationship Mm. you can only do so much to change the reaction and the response of the other person but is that really going to change who they fundamentally are unless they want to do the work no but I 100% think you can manifest any relationship you want the relationship of your dreams how cool you could like bring in your soulmate soon Mm. but again it's that belief and it's it's slight belief belief but it's so deeply important because it's in our subconscious from our childhood from our teenage years Mm. and we've kind of got a bit of a a belief that men slash women but men screw us over Mm. we've seen a bit of evidence of that we've had a few bad experiences our filters switched on you know we see Mm. it again but we're kind of being kind of trying to be like oh but I hope my dream boyfriend's out there mm. but hopefully he's not a dick like it's kind of a half-hearted way which mm. is why doing the work on yourself really focusing on you mm. sort of gets you into a place where all your beliefs in an, are in order and then you're in a great place to, to manifest and like project and like my friend um 
we have this like joke that you you can write like a list on your notes on your phone of like everything you want in a in a person or in a relationship. Mm. So my friend who's really like believes in manifesting, she did it, mm. and then she like started seeing this guy, and she was like, I've left out like four qualities from the list, and he doesn't have them. <gasps> mm. And so we were like, oh, back out, back out, back out, and she had to like add them in because the list works. Yeah. Like you, the list is crazy. Write your list and be like, what do I want? What do I mm. value? I value like generosity, spontaneous. Mm. Because if you miss out something, like. Wait, did she back out of Great the... sex or something? Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, he's generous and he's this, but like. But he's gosh, terrible in bed. I yeah. forgot to put on some crucial things. Mm. Like, that's, yeah. You've really got to think about it. Mm-hmm. Oh my! So did she back out of this relationship? Because yeah, oh. uh, a few a few reasons. One was like the yeah. lack of comms. Like no one likes mm-hmm. bad oh, comms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't really a relationship. But it was just like she'd kind of she was like I want to meet someone, and it's like fun, and it's this, and it's this, and it's this, and then she li- it literally fell in her lap, and it, oh. it happens all the time. But then it was wasn't right because she mm. you know and then she's like, oh I don't really. It's also about understanding what you want. What you want. Yeah. And she did, yeah. like she was like, I want someone with no strings attached. Like, it's this, this, this. And it was like that almost too much. She was like, mm. hold on, but wait, no, like, he doesn't want any commitment. It's like, well, you wrote it in the list. you got to be careful what you write in the list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, really understand what you want. Otherwise, you might there. just get it. Um, one of the questions we have here is, what is your um, tangible way of knowing that brain training and manifesting works? Um... Well, I guess it's like two parts of our conversation so far. Mm. So with brain training with like chronic conditions, my tangible way, I guess, of seeing that is like seeing clients recovery. Mm. Um, my most like exciting story was I got flown over to Canberra. This lady called me. She'd been bedbound for seven years and her parents called me and were like, hey, you do this lightning process kind of brain training. We'll fly you over to Canberra tomorrow. I think I was 21 and she was 40, like the lady who was bed bound. So I was a bit like, "Um, well, I really want to. Like I sort of hit, I was sort of manifesting at the time, like cool, exciting things. Mm. So I was like, well, here it is. Like Mm. I've never been to Canberra. Um, And, but when I got there, I was like, actually, I know this stuff works, but does it really work enough? Yeah. Yeah. Just to see the reality of someone who literally hadn't left her room in seven years. Yeah. This grown woman. Mm. Um, And, you know, I talk to her all the time. She messaged me the other day. She's like, I've, like, I'm back doing work. I'm freelance writing. Like, she's back. Mm. So, I mean, you can't argue wow. with that. She didn't do anything other than the lightning. Other than the lightning process. And the lightning process is kind of just a more in-depth scientific description and a few more tangible steps. But it's based on everything we've been speaking about, which is like understanding how the brain works, how the stress response mm. works, That's how the RES fun. works, and then mm. creating change. Um... Another couple of questions is procrastination tips and how to deal with laziness. Procrastination and laziness is just like a habit, really. You're not an innately, you're not like, I'm Libby, I'm 25 and I'm a procrastinator, even though people do say that, but they're not. They're just experiencing procrastination or experiencing laziness. Mm. It's just a pathway that has become quite automatic and easy. Like anyone can be lazy, Mm. but if you're lazy all the time and you see evidence of it and then suddenly you're like, no, that's one of my personality traits, I'm lazy. Mm. You can change that. And also you might not be lazy across the board, so we've got to be careful of our language. Like you might be like, oh, I'm I'm a procrastinator, I'm super lazy. But you might be in like with uni or like with the gym, but would you be if you were like doing your dream job or would you be if you were organizing your best mm. friend's party? Like yeah. it's how you think about yourself. That's how you think about yourself. But if you were noticing like I'm really struggling to 
do this assignment. It's just retraining. So you could even visualize yourself, like, how am I going to feel when I've done it? Mm. Or if you start to run over in your head, like, oh, no, here I am procrastinating again, rewire that. Okay, I'm not going to run that thought pathway anymore. Every time that comes into my head, I'm going to say to myself, small steps, let's just do it, let's get it done, I can do this. Mm. And if you did that, you know, 20 times a day and you've never done that before and you did that 20 times a day for a week, the next week you'd be different, like Mm. you've done something different. Mm. That you've got to start and that's kind of the tricky thing with all of this stuff is like consistency with putting in the work. Mm. Because if it was super easy, then it would just, everyone would do it. Yeah. And then we've got another one. How do you pull yourself up when you're having a shit day? I'll start. Um, How do I pull myself up when I'm having a shit day? I often have to tell myself that shit days are normal. And like, it's Mm -hmm. really unrealistic and like not... Like, you're not looking after yourself if you're going to say, like, it's you're a terrible person for having a shit day. Yeah. Like, this is, how dare you have a shit day? Like, you're meant to be doing this, this, and this. Like, mm. I think shit days naturally do come. Mm. And beating yourself up over having a bad day is not actually productive. Mm-hmm. Um, often when I'm having a bad day, I will try and eat really well. Often I will just let myself relax I feel like when I'm having a bad day, most of it's induced from university, but that's mm. just how I orientate my life. Mm. Um, I think just accept that bad days are normal. Do not, like, you're not thinking right if yeah. you think a bad day is the mm. end of the world because mm. it's not. It's a natural, it's a, like, I think I just spoke about this in the podcast with Lily. Um, she was saying the human body is meant to feel every emotion. Mm. Just because you're feeling sad, it doesn't mean it's weird or abnormal. Mm. You're meant to feel sad. It's actually more yeah. abnormal to not. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. If you okay. don't ever feel sad, that's... There's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing you should be worried about. Yeah. That's um, my thoughts. How to pull yourself up from having a shit day. For me, I think, yeah, it is important to kind of listen to yourself and understand for me it's like wait why am I feeling like this mm. and then if you can tie it to something that's great if not then you're like okay then what makes me happy mm. what can I do to just fix my mood for a little bit I also I find just being outside mm. um if it's like if I'm having a bad day and I'm sitting in my room and I'm like oh today's a bad day mm. I go mm. outside sit in the sun immediately vitamin D is good for you mm. like brings your mood up and you mm. just feel you know, you just get away from a certain place, or, or mm. I think that's also important as well. Yeah. It's like I feel like environment, yeah. environment impacts mood a lot, yeah. um, especially when you're flatting and your yeah. houses are terrible. Don't stay in the dark, cold all day. Yeah. Like, please yeah. try change your environment. It might be hard, but get up and go. Mm. And hugs, hugs are nice. Yeah. nice. Hugs, yeah. I really like. Quite like yeah. easily forgotten the simple mm. stuff sometimes, like yeah. the things you just said. I would. I'm, I, meditation is kind of annoying. Like, mm. it's an annoying topic because I feel like people that love it, love it. And people that sort of have tried it, like, it doesn't work. My brain goes everywhere. I've sort of just gotten into it recently, but it, it's nothing major. It might just be like a 10 or 15 minute kind of close my eyes and visualize and breathe. Mm. I mean, deep stomach breathing is also really great. Mm. It's, it's really like you want to... Uh, well, for me, I would either be like, okay, I'm I'm, ha- I'm being sad, I'm experiencing sad, I'm just going to actually do it and, like, feel a bit sorry for myself mm. and, like, eat some treats, have a bath, like, do whatever it is, like, not go to my friend's dinner, like, whatever mm. it is that is going to make me, like, kind of just 
comfortable and whatever. Mm. But then there's also that distinction with it, like if it's been going on for a long time or if it's on a day when I can't really afford, you know, afford to be in that place, I would suggest to change your state. Well, that's what I would do is change my state. And what that is is just doing something different. Mm. So if, you're, if I'm sitting on the couch and just kind of being a bit glum and negative, kind of trying to think myself out of it again, it's too like... Mm. it's just not enough so you've actually got to change your state get yourself you're on that side of the brain you've got to get to the other side so that's kind of what you're saying with like Mm. hugs or nature or like go for a run Mm. um get up and dance yeah Yeah. like throw your body and mind into a new situation because if you're in one state and you change to the other state then you're not in the same situation you're not likely to still keep feeling the same way so Yeah, I just try. I was having a bad day not long ago, and I, I think I just did that. Like, I went for a walk with a friend, did some meditation, and then it was kind of a combo, and I was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to mo- mooch around and know that tomorrow I'll be back. Mm. Yeah. It's that kind of tinct- distinction between it being, like, one afternoon and being like, hey, hormones or, like, life yeah. or weather or whatever, mm. versus it kind of goes into your night, you wake up still sad, the next day yeah. still sad. Yeah. Like, knowing you can pull yourself out, but knowing sometimes you're just going to enjoy being, like, grumpy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You do just have to experience it. I also think a lot of, like, bad days of our friends come from uni and Mm. maybe when you're not doing something or, like, you have an assignment due or something, I think it's also super important. Ten minutes in the grand scheme of how long you're going to be doing this assignment for or working Mm. on it is Mm. not a long time if you think about it. And just, like, take ten minutes and don't feel guilty about it Mm. and go and do make half an hour. Mm. Again, not big compared to how long you're going to be spending your work and are you going to be productive if you're in this state and just putting pressure on yourself. Mm. We're going to finish on um, being a holistic student. Um, So my understanding of being holistic is like providing support to yourself as a whole person. Mm -hmm. So like holistic, whole. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, it's everything. It's mental, physical, spiritual, like really embracing everything in life to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. I think it's like what you said, Ella. Um, So when I do my talks to officers, I usually go on with like something I call the wheel of life, which is like a circle split into eight spokes of your wheel. And you go around every spoke and sort of rate how happy you are with each bit. So like 10 out of 10 for diet, 10 out of 10 for career. And those aren't, that's based on how you feel about it. So like for someone, they might love being really healthy or you know that 10 might be different your 10 might be different to my 10 but it's mm. how happy are you with that area of your life based on what you want to achieve um but it's really interesting because you want to ideally get like a round wheel whether it's like fives or sixes or sevens if that makes sense like you want all the spokes to be somewhat the same size so it would like roll yeah. and most of the time they don't because you'll go into like a high um you go into like a high intensity office and like career will be 10 but then like it'll come to the leisure which is like play or fun and it will, they'll just be like wait what do you mean by that like, <laughs> no genuinely or you know the, and that's kind of an example I touched on before it's like you might really be hammering like oh, I want to be healthy and I'm stressed and I'm burnt out so I'm going to eat really well and I'm going to go to the gym every morning but actually that's not holistic because your body might be missing out on like rest, mm. recovery, eating comfort mm. foods for like soul pleasure, mm. see, spending time with your friends because you can't because you've got such an intense gym schedule. But actually yeah. having a dinner with friends with carbs would mm. actually like Bring balance you. your body and 
way different ways. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just considering all the all the spokes or and there's like a Maori um, model as well, which is like Tefari Tapafa, which is like the four pillars of the oh house. Yeah. 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 house. Yeah, it's quite like a common and it's the same concept really. It's just like community connection. I don't know what those ones are, but connection is huge. Um, it's just the things we don't really think about that are missing. And then people, mm. we find ourselves in this place, in these places of like deep emotions or burnout or, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, actually, do I have any boundaries with my life? You know, yes, yeah. I've got my diet and my thing and my uni and it's all go, but like, do I ever say no to people when I'm too tired? Or do I ever just like take myself out for coffee and like knock on my phone and just like enjoy be. the moment? Because yeah. that would be, that would fill up a whole spoke pretty quickly and I'd feel mm. a lot yeah. more balanced as a whole. Mm. I think that's everything today. Yeah. Thank you so much is there anything you want to say to the audience before we end things i don't think so yeah Yeah, well thank you so much for coming on lovey this has been really awesome i'm sitting here with a big smile and i just feel very positive about that yeah just cool learning new things Mm. um thank you so much i think everyone will appreciate this podcast hopefully if you want to talk to Libby, message you on Instagram. Is yeah. that a thing? Or like yeah, definitely. Underscore wellness, the underscore wellness platform. Uh, I've got forms that you can fill out on my website if you've got questions. But yeah, cool. thank you so much for having me, That's guys. That's all right. It's been a great yeah. chat. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys Hello. for tuning in. If you have any feedback, please get in contact with us via Instagram at Above Standard Podcast. Either Alice or myself will reply to you. And, and we will see you in like two weeks time I think Mm -hmm. have a lovely day or evening or whatever you're doing have a great time and think about manifesting